Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are. Whatever part of the day you're in, I sure do appreciate you joining me and giving me a little bit of your time. I know y'all have other things you can do. Maybe it helps you get through some of those other things. Working at the office driving up and down the road, running errands, ferrying kids from one place to the next, meeting or waiting on a meeting, getting ready in the morning or closing down the day around the dining room table or on the porch, vacuuming, cleaning, laundry, dishes, changing diapers, Whatever it is that you're doing, I'm glad you're here. Homestead, we've started to let the chicks out. They have survived for a few days, which is no small feat, considering all the creatures out there that would like to eat them. And... Have yet to see any sproutles from our seeds, but that's it's a little early for that yet still, so we'll see. Father came down and did a little shredding out in the pasture. We may be up to something out there this this winter, we'll see. I think that's about it. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the people that listen to this podcast, share it, subscribe to it, be with them and their families. Bless them. Keep them. Protect them from evil of any kind. Surround them with your angels. Help us all to seek you and your kingdom and your righteousness first. Help us to love you with our whole heart, mind, soul, and strength to love our neighbors as ourselves, to follow the commands of your Son, Jesus Christ. Be with our farmers and ranchers across the country, those that are in drought conditions and those that aren't. Thank you for all that they do. And guide my words here, Father. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. So we're going to go back to Teddy Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt, our 26th president. Spend another day, maybe two, with him. We're going to go to March 4th, 1905 his second inaugural address. I haven't mentioned this in a while, folks, I don't think, but this is just scratching the surface with President Roosevelt, right? And, and that's, that's one of the things that always continues to kind of amaze me, I guess in a good and a bad way, about 
the podcast and the situation we're in as a country. We've been doing this podcast for almost two and a half years now. And the amount of information that's out there that illustrates the fact, the truth, the undeniable truth, once you start to look at those facts that our country was founded on the principles of Christ, it's just overwhelming. And so that's encouraging because when you're looking for the truth, that there's, there's so much evidence out there for it. That's encouraging. And I hope that it's encouraging to you all that listen to the podcast. The frustrating part, the sad part, maddening, probably many other descriptors, is that we've let ourselves get to this point that we're at where we're rejecting this heritage of liberty and freedom because we're rejecting God and we're willingly, willfully choosing to move toward one of those, you know, godless ideologies, socialism, communism, fascism, Nazism, leftism, one of those isms. And and there's a quote out there that I I can't even remember who said it, and it's been paraphrased a number of times, but it's good to remember. You can vote your way into one of those isms, folks, but you have to shoot your way out of them. If it's even possible. We don't really have any true examples where we have gone where a country has gone out of one of those isms to true God-fearing freedom and liberty based on the principles of Christ. Our country really is unique. We're the only country that has ever gone that way and, and we went from a monarchy to that freedom, and and we had a really strong basis in Britain as British citizens for that Christian faith. It was a unique set of circumstances that allowed, that providence provided, which our founders, by the way, talked about, that allowed us to create this nation. And and we're kind of treating it like it's no big deal and that we can fix it whenever we want to and that we have all this time in the world. And we don't. And on the one hand, you have to remember that God's sovereign, God's in control. But on the other hand, he gives us a brain and gives us free will. It's kind of like some of the marriages that I know some of y'all have seen out there where you have one spouse or the other that that thinks that they take their spouse for granted. They have kind of a lukewarm attitude. They're indifferent. And they just think that they're always going to be there. And then one day they look up and they realize whether it's because somebody else has stepped in or the other spouse has just completely shut down or the other spouse has finally had enough and left, 
they look up and realize that they didn't have forever and that it's too late now. And our country, in some ways, that marriage between freedom and liberty and the Spirit of God, the Spirit of the Lord, in some ways, folks, really parallels that relationship. And, and we kind of have had, well, not kind of, we've really had uh, this lukewarm, indifferent attitude for decades about that relationship. And really, in a lot of ways, even people that claim to be patriots and Christians have tried to say that that's not really a necessary we like to tout the First Amendment, you know, the freedom of speech part, uh, or the freedom of religion in general to be, you know, we it doesn't have to be Christianity. It can be whatever faith we want it to be, right, as far as the necessity of maintaining the Republic. Or we like to tout the Second Amendment. Uh, we like to tout how brave and courageous we are, how smart and intellectual and we like to try and ignore that God part. And that's, there's going to come a day where we don't have any more time, where we don't have the ability to, to turn that switch and not be lukewarm anymore. And we may be there already. You know, you have to, as painful as it is, sometimes you really have to trust God. Uh, but there are consequences on earth for the choices we make, both good and bad. So at any rate, I got way off track, but I guess that is track. So this is from his second inaugural address, again in 1905. No people on earth have more cause to be thankful than ours. And this is said reverently, in no spirit of boastfulness in our own strength, but with the gratitude to the giver of good who has blessed us. <laughs> and, you know, this goes back to the Benjamin Franklin quote, folks. These great leaders often used... Like giver here is capitalized, it's a reference to God, the Father of Jesus Christ. They used these little references, and the people in their day knew the Bible well enough, a large percentage of them did, that they didn't have to explain these references. We don't today, and so we look back at these references, and people that have ulterior motives are able to step in and say, well, they didn't really mean God, the Father of Jesus Christ. They just meant any random deity or, you know, maybe not even a real God, just kind of the idea of God. And that the reason that that's so dangerous is because we don't spend time in Scripture. We don't spend time developing that relationship with God. And so when these references come in and speeches and writings, documents from our past generations we don't have any concept of, of those references. You know, Roosevelt here is obviously, he's really saying much more eloquently than I did over the last few minutes. Uh, nobody on this planet has more reason to be thankful than us. And it's not because of our own strength. It's not, we're not boasting here saying that. It, it's said in gratitude and reverence. Right, humility to the giver of good who has blessed us as a nation and individually. That's where this this gratitude, this 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 idea that we have more reason than any other people on the face of the planet 
to be grateful to God. And what are we doing? We're just destroying it piecemeal in every single aspect from illegal immigration, sex trafficking, uh, feminism, abortion, socialism, communism, like you see through the IRS, the taxation. Uh, our founders had taxation without representation. Now today we have representation without taxation for a large chunk of our population, right? Just different sides of the same coin. We have people that don't pay anything in and yet they still get to vote on how to use the money that comes from other people. Uh, and so we're just... You know, critical race theory, identity politics, you just go down the laundry list of those evil, godless core values of the left. And man, we're just, we're hitting all the wickets. We're doing everything right in order to destroy this country that we ought to be thankful for. 1909, after a week on perplexing problems. It does so rest my soul to come into the house of the Lord and to sing and mean it. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. My great joy and glory that in occupying an exalted position in the nation, I am enabled to preach the practical moralities of the Bible to my fellow countrymen and to hold up Christ as the hope and Savior of the world. You know, we do have a responsibility, folks, in whatever leadership position we're in, to exemplify that, to hold Jesus Christ up as Lord and Savior of the world. And that has to be a public statement. That's why our founders incorporated these principles of Christ into our laws, our jurisprudence, our courts, our constitution, our declaration. You know, people always say, show me where God is mentioned in the constitution. And he wasn't explicitly, again, but those principles are Bill of Rights, as both Truman and FDR talked about, which we might be able to get into again soon. All of those, the basis for all of our laws comes from our government, comes from those principles of Christ, those principles laid out in the Bible. And, and it's just a wonderful thing. Can you imagine if we had leaders today who really... We're grateful to go into the house of the Lord at the end of a, a work week, a rough week, sing holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, to preach the practical, the Monday morning practicality of Sunday preaching. Man, what just what a phenomenal, phenomenal ability and, and what a great example for our country that would be. You have to lead by example, folks. I had parents that taught me that, thankfully. Thank God for that. I had a Marine Corps that beat it into me. Thank God for that. And I had a Savior who died on a cross, leaving me a perfect example that I follow very imperfectly. Thank God for Him. If you get a chance... Today, share the podcast with somebody. I'd be grateful. If you get a chance today, subscribe to the free episodes over on Buzzsprout. It's $3 a month, and you get all the additional episodes we do for that month. God bless you all. God bless your families.
God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to you all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.